Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Check out today's fresh episode on Fresh Start Identity. If you do not settle your identity, you cannot step into your identity. Take a listen, share with others, hit the subscribe button so that you'll never miss another episode of Tent Talk Podcast with Nancy McCrady. Thanks to you all. All right, here we are again, Fresh Start Identity 2.0. So I gave some introductory thoughts yesterday out of the Fresh Start video series workbook uh, that I uh, told you a little bit about. But today, I feel so very, very pressed uh, to remind you that the entire point of you being made new, of who you are, um, is for who you are to the Godhead. Who you are to the Father, your sons, who you are to Jesus, his body, his bride, who are you to Holy Spirit, you're his temple. And this is so very key, and could I carefully say, it gets lost all the time. We become born again, and in that powerful, powerful initial zeal of coming alive with the life of God, but we must remember we come alive to God, not just to, oh wow, who we are It's very easy to take hold of our new identity and to hold it um, precious, but precious in a vacuum. It's just like, that's who I am. I am new. I am holy. I am righteous. I'm sure you catch a pattern here. I, I, I. And the subtlety and the ease oftentimes with which self remains uncovered. And it continues to promote um, I, but who are you that to? I know that may not be proper grammar, but stay with me. You are who you are as the new man, the new creation, born again as a believer, as a son, as the bride of Christ, as the temple of Holy Spirit. It's who you are in relationship to them. And oh, how this gets lost. It gets lost in come and serve God and serve at the church and serve people, people, people. And how easily it can slide into, I take my creature worship and I'm still worshiping the creature. Although it takes the form of worshiping the creator I begin to worship those who are around me. I begin to worship those on the platform. I begin to be excited because having had no attention from the important people of my life, now suddenly I have the attention of all of the people at church because look how well I'm doing. And I have gifts and and I'm so excited that I'm ready to do anything at the church and suddenly I find Favor upon favor upon favor with people. And hopefully those of you that know me well enough to know, of course, I believe in being who we are and taking our place within the body of Christ. And of course, I believe 
in serving. But do I know yet that I've been served by the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit? Do I know that who I am is completely born out of being one with them, which is what they have always wanted? Do I yet, do you yet fully understand that they are the center and we only find our true place and the true function of who we are, our identity, as we face them. As our focus is finally off ourselves and even off of the wonderful people who love us and nurture us and pour into us. But are they causing our attention to continuously turn to the Father? Are we realizing even more so as time goes by that, yes, we can serve, yes. We want our gifts to be utilized in the building up of His church, yes. But are we becoming so very driven about, you know, what people need rather than being led by what the Father desires? And there is a very... Uh, subtle and very powerful ability of self to kind of go under the radar and still be operating. And this has to be ferreted out by the power of the cross in all of our lives. I want to carefully say that it's almost inevitable that this happens. It's a part of our growth. It's a part of the necessary education, if you will, that, you know, we we are not going from being evil to being good. We're going from being dead to God, whether it's been good or evil, and we are being returned to him, for him. (laughs) We were chosen out by him for him. And this must be curated and cultivated as we awaken to that and we realize, wait just a minute, wait just a minute, I think, I think I was becoming more enamored with who I was walking with in the earth and who is paying attention to me here and who I get to be with, right? Rather than the fact that, wait just a minute, I exist for him. Now, lest we get carried away thinking that those bad, bad people misdirected us, what I want to say to you is I could practically be in a room by myself (laughs) and this would happen. Because unless the cross is functional and operative in all of its power, daily, currently, my friends, this is, it's, it's going to happen. And it can't be seen unless Holy Spirit begins to cut and separate and sift within. Hmm? And we again, we awaken again. It's, oh, Father, Father, I almost, well, in my situation, I did. I let my identity in ministry, as little as it was, my friends, it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't like it was some big, you know, platform ministry, but that's why I'm saying is that it, it doesn't take a lot, my friends, for us to find in whatever quote, kingdom we find ourselves in, the kingdom of your office, the kingdom of your friends, the kingdom of church, the kingdom of this, the kingdom of that, 
whatever it may be, is in my little circle or my big circle, is whatever it means inside that circle to be somebody, we start to climb towards that. And who we are in Christ and to Christ and who Christ says he's leading us to, which is the Father, right? It does somehow get lost. And this was pressed on me very early this morning when I got up. I woke up and literally (laughs) my first thoughts were towards, uh, what are we saying today, Father, on the podcast? And, Father, what are you saying? And he said, warn them to be careful that they're not cultivating a life that still does not have its vital connection to him, with him, from him. That they're vitally connected to me. This is why Christ came, is to restore us to him. And this was kind of pounding in my heart as I woke up this morning. And I know that God ever warns me, you know, don't, don't be fooled, Nancy. Just because things are going well, don't be fooled that that's success. It could just be that it's the unfolding of what I wrote down before the foundations of the world. But your vital connection to me is the point. Hmm? Your vital connection to him, my friends, is the point of your identity, of who you are. It's not so that you have a better self-esteem, that you have better mental health. Although I think I would be amiss to say that, of course, (laughs) true health is going to come to all of your parts, but my friend's health is not my focus. He is. And as the cross works very powerfully in me, death to flesh and sin and hell, Right, But it is life to the new man to continuously know the Father because it's, it's stirring deep the life of Jesus within me that I might be rightly related to the Father only on the means of Christ so that I can have fellowship with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as they have desired. Do not lose sight, my friends, of what they never lose sight of, which is your relationship to them is so that there can be, to the greatest depths possible, fellowship, abiding oneness, communion, and union that we can know hmm, that he did provide a fresh start for us, for every human being. Why? So that we could get back to plan A, which is what they always desired. That we would know them and we would share in their way of life. That we would have a holy love for the will of God. And that we would be a full expression of them. Can you say today, if you've seen me, you've seen my father. Hmm? This is how he thinks. This is how he lives. This is how he moves. This is the kind intentions of his heart towards others. I live that way 
because that's my father's culture. I serve because my father and the son and Holy Spirit are the greatest servants of all time. But if he says to me, come and sit with me, I'm going to close the door on all my busyness and be with him. If he says, sit here, stay here. If he says it's time for us to run. If he says it's time to break open new nations, that happens not first and foremost for the sake of the people, but for the sake of the father and that the son might inherit nations and the Holy Spirit might be able to pour out the glory of God from inside of us with our full cooperation, our full agreement and glad-hearted sons follow the Father. Not the needs of people first, because the only way you can be rightly related to people, right? I don't need them to worship me. I don't worship what they can give me, right? The cross is the only thing that I know that keeps clear and clean lines between us and the Father and between us and other people. And to be honest, first, well, no, I'm sorry, second. (laughs) First is with the Father. Second is with yourself, you, the new man. And then how you rightly relate to people, clean and clear. We cannot be using people. Hmm? I recently heard something where, what a sad state of affairs it is in the church when the sheep are serving the shepherds. Hmm? I've said this many times. I don't know if I've said it here. I probably have. But I'm going to say it again. On behalf of fivefold ministry giftings, pastor, prophet, teacher, evangelist, apostle, I want to say please forgive us for having used the people of God to build our ministries instead of us being the very means by which God would build his people and build his church. Because kingdom of God comes to the hearts of people, not to the size of our buildings, not to the size of how many people know our name. So I want to say to you, that there is a deep metanoia, a deep gift of repentance coming to the house of God. You were not made to build the kingdoms of man. You were made new in Christ that you might know the Father. And because of his plan, his satisfaction, right, that you would find that All of your streams are in him. All your waterways, all your source, all your necessities, everything are truly met in him. Truly. That's not pretense where I say God meets all my need and then I go out and find me some people, right, to truly meet my needs. No, no, no. Hmm? That he truly... (laughs) 
is the satisfaction of my life. I want to say that it's in Psalm 17. Can I just go there and either prove that I'm right or wrong (laughs) right here in real time, right? I want to say that's where it is at the very, very end of 17, yeah. Mm. In the Message Bible, it says, In me, I plan on looking you, God, full in the face when I get up. I'll see your full stature and live heaven on earth. In the Amplified Classic, it says, I will awaken and behold your face and be satisfied. My friends, we need some seriously sober, satisfied sons who know, yes, who know their identity, but they know that who they are only functions and flourishes if who they are lives in deep oneness with the Father. And really and truly, I don't even want to put your flourishing and your function as the number one goal of Christianity, right? To know him, my friends, is all. This is what um, Paul said in Philippians 3, 7 through 10, again and again and again. He says, I'm going to count everything. And he listed some good, good flesh from verses 4 through 6. He said, I'm going to count everything that was once a gain to me, everything I once used to be somebody, that I used to meet my needs. I count it all as loss, that I might know him, the wonders of his person. My friends, we don't know him to the depth that we're going to. But if we do not, finally come into agreement with him about our identity, that we are truly new. We have one nature, and it's his. We have one mind of Christ, and it's his. That you don't just have a spirit. You are spirit. And your oneness with him is that he might have you, and you might have him. Now, my friends, I pray that this has encouraged you today, and that when you read in the Scripture... That any man who is in Christ is a new creation. You can read it in 2 Corinthians 5. I pray that it will resound out of you like never before. So, I love you all. And we will talk soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.